Finishing off the show today, we've got this week's quotes for you. Normally, we only have one, but it's a new year, and that means we have a new year special. Joining us is Jim Bully. who is business and sports editor for Korea Chungang Daily. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm not bad. How are you? We're going to start off. I'm doing very well. Thank you. Uh, we're going to start off with this one here from President Moon Jae-in. He said, I will strive to make an environment where businesses can invest. Economic development and new jobs all come from business investment. Yeah, so that was South Korean President Moon Jae-in. I thought it'd be interesting to to start the year by comparing the wise words of various global leaders. Moon Jae-in's speech is interesting because he devoted nearly the entire thing to economic issues. Mm -hmm. Very little mention of North Korea. In fact, no mention of North Korea whatsoever in the speech. No mention of denuclearization. No real mention of global political issues. It was all about the economy, which was essentially him acknowledging um, the sort of slow sluggish economic situation in Korea at the moment, but it contrasted quite a lot from other leaders in the region. Mm -hmm. Kim Jong-un, the North Korean leader, obviously did talk about denuclearization and uh, geopolitical issues, um, and he opened his speech with, I am and will always be willing to sit down again with the US president at any time. I will endeavor to produce a result welcomed by the international community. So, Kim Jong-un's speech is kind of the big one that everyone's looking at this year. Um, Trump, in his... Well, I mean, the State of the Union obviously hasn't been delivered yet, but he mm-hmm. has responded. He posted a little video online um, to American citizens and then responded on Twitter to Kim Jong-un uh, saying that... I mean, I'll read you his tweet. Kim sure. Jong-un says North Korea will not make or test nuclear weapons or give them to others, and he is ready to meet President Trump any time. I also look forward to meeting with Chairman Kim, who realizes so well that North Korea possesses great economic potential. So North Korea and the US kind of having a little conversation about, about denuclearization and the ongoing political issues, but South Korea, at least in the New Year's speech, has stayed right out of it. Well, it seems at home here, though, the most criticism towards President Moon Jae-in and his administration has been economically, and exactly. his entire platform was pretty much based on improving circumstances for people. Yeah, and and for the last year, the criticism from a lot of people has been maybe he's been focusing a bit too hard on the North Korea issue and economic things have suffered. So in his New Year's messages, he's very much tried to show... I'm all about the economy. That's the big focus right now. Kind of a big contrast, though, between two leaders here, North and South, making official addresses and also on this page, tweets from President Trump, which has kind of been the way things have gone, I think, through the entire presidency. Uh, Another thing that he mentioned. uh, Oh, no, I, I, I actually misplaced his quote coming up. Was there another quote that uh, we had from President Trump? From Trump, yeah. yeah. So Trump posted a little video on uh, on Twitter. It was a typically sort of Trumpian message. He said, while I'm at the White House working, you're out there partying tonight. But I don't blame you. Enjoy yourselves. We're going to have a great year. Have a really, really happy new year. And that was Trump's hard-hitting political analysis for, for starting the new year. I see. Uh, we also have uh, Elizabeth Warren. declaring her 2020 presidential run as well. Yeah, so so Trump spent most of New Year's Day tweeting about that, 
rather than tweeting about sort of uh, major issues. Trump spent day one of 2019 tweeting about uh, his thoughts and policy agenda on a wall with Mexico, Elizabeth Warren, um, the North American Free Trade Agreement, and his recent decision to withdraw U.S. troops from Syria. So that contrasts quite dramatically with a lot of world leaders. We'll take a look in a minute at um, China, Japan, and some European leaders who are sort of going for messages of hope or global unity or, you know, large visions for the new year. Trump is right back to the nitty-gritty issues that bother him the most. I see. Now, I don't know if you're accustomed to giving your opinion on this show, but uh, what is your take on President Trump's response to what has been said in North and South and the way that he's going forward with this? I mean, Trump has maintained this position for ages that he and Kim Jong-un are the best of friends, that mm-hmm. they get on fantastically well, that he never said denuclearization was going to be quick. He's always said it was going to be a slow process. I mean, he hasn't always said that, but he says he's always said that. Right. Um, and this, the, the tweet in response to Kim Jong-un is really just kind of doubling down on that position. He's just re-emphasizing. And this is very much aimed at his base, you know, proving that, that things are kind of ticking on and that everything's going well, that he's looking forward to meeting Kim. Um, all of those are fairly empty gestures. Well, here's another quote that he said in response to Kim Jong-un. Kim Jong-un says North Korea will not make or test nuclear weapons or give them to others. And he is ready to meet President Trump anytime. I also look forward to meeting with Chairman Kim, who realizes so well that North Korea possesses great economic potential. This seems to be a quote that he was sharing from another report. Yeah, this is like his kind of carrot and stick approach, you know, is there's the stick of sanctions and the carrot that North Korea could be such a great economic mm-hmm. powerhouse if you just play play along. Um, it's very much repeating his position. Whether anything comes of it or not, I mean, we're still in the same position. Will another summit happen? Won't it? And when will it be? But, of course, this is of interest to other people around the world, Uh other leaders have been chipping in their two cents as well. Yeah, so China's uh, Xi Jinping is both interesting here on the peninsula, also currently uh, globally with the US. The, the takeaway quote from his speech, no matter how the international situation changes, China's confidence and determination to safeguard national sovereignty and security will not change. That's quite a hard-hitting note that he's struck for, mm-hmm. for a sort of... Um, New Year's speech. Uh, He emphasized in his speech that China will continue to open its doors to the world in 2019, but made it very clear that it was still all about Chinese sovereignty. I see. And mixed up in all of this, too, is, of course, we were talking earlier on the show about the trade tensions. And it seems that as much as things are political, they are also economically tied. Yeah, absolutely. Everyone's vested interest in this. Uh, We also have the Prime Minister of Japan jumping into the conversation with, as we are at a major turning point, we will aggressively pursue the resolution of Japan's post-war diplomatic concerns as well. Uh, Post-war Post-war diplomatic concerns, of course, referring to the ongoing conversations between South and Japan. Yeah, but also, I mean, Abe spent a lot of his speech talking about peace treaty talks with Russia and improving ties with China. So, mm-hmm. I mean, Japan is sort of trying to position itself in just a, a more cordial way with its immediate superpower neighbors, obviously, which Japan has been at odds with for hundreds of years in a lot of ways. Well, speaking of Russia, Vladimir Putin jumping into the scene, we know for certain that we can achieve the best for ourselves, for our families, for the home country, only with our own efforts and well-organized collaboration. What's your take on this? Kind of similar to China, Putin is going, not unsurprisingly, for a sort of national unity, a personal sovereignty kind of... uh, 
angle. Obviously, there's a lot of tension currently between Russia and Western countries, um, sanctions against Moscow, and uh, he's really trying to emphasize the fact that Russia needs to be a strong united team. It's this old rhetoric of kind of Russia against the world. You know, we've mm-hmm. got everything for ourselves because we're on our own kind of thing. Exactly. Well, then a little bit to the to the left of them, neighboring them, we have Germany's prime minister as well, who says this, my guiding belief is that we will only master the challenges of our time if we stick together and collaborate with others across borders. It's quite interesting to see uh, the attitudes and the the, the I guess the political players in yeah. this story, how that, that personality is kind of reflected in each of their New Year's days. Yeah, absolutely. So when you get into Western Europe, then you get almost the exact opposite message mm-hmm. to what you had in Russia and China. You know, Angela Merkel is really emphasizing the fact that the whole world needs to work together, that we're all one team. Merkel pledged to get her country more involved on the international stage. I see. And this is also coming in the midst of Brexit, too, where disunity is also seemingly a theme as well. Speaking of that, though, UK's Theresa May had this to say, if we come together in 2019, I know we can make a success of what lies ahead and build a country that truly works for every one of us. Yeah, but again, May is is, is really talking internally. She's looking for, for politicians and people in the UK to work together. She wants people to back her embattled Brexit deal. So that's really a kind of uh, country focused view again. All right. Well, Jim Bully, thank you very much for joining us with this thank New Year special. Those are your quotes of the day. And that brings us to a wrap here on This Morning. You were listening to This Morning, and I was Lee Roddy.